recording from Title One Studio in Sandy, Utah. Welcome to Season 3 of Nominations. Hello, I'm the Silver Dollar Man. And I'm Taisha Osler. Whether you've been in the industry for five days or 50 years, this series is for you. Realtors in the Beehive State, how do you separate yourself from the pack? This is a weekly dose to help you with that. Spencer Ford with the Perry Group at Real Broker is an example of how you don't need to have years of experience in the real estate industry to be successful. Despite only being active for his first year in real estate, Spencer managed to make it into the top 500 realtors and he went above and beyond expectations by selling over 75 homes and achieving over $50 million in volume. That's impressive. And I'm not just saying that. That's impressive. <laughs> it's very impressive. So tell us, Spencer, how, what sparked your interest in real estate? Yeah, so I bought my first home, I think, in 2019 or 18. Really liked the process. I used a good friend, Bob Plum, which I feel like a lot of people know, and he was great through the process. And, you know, what sparked it was I was working for a tech company. I'd been in the tech industry for six six years or so and COVID hit a lot of people started doing layoffs I was a part of those layoffs so they laid off about 80% of the sales in my office wow so then I was doing a little soul searching and what do I do with my life and so went on a trip gathered my thoughts and loved real estate and so I bet on myself and decided to go for it and the rest is history awesome yeah so you got your first home that's fairly young yeah. Which most people don't. They just seem to rent. What spurred you into wanting to get into your own? Yeah. So I was living with a buddy for, it'd been about four years. And well, that'll spur you. Lived <laughs> yeah. With buddy, living with a buddy and he went off to bigger and better things, was buying a new house. And we're like, awesome. Let's, I'm excited to get in a new house with you. And he's like, actually, you're not coming with me, which was a blessing in disguise, but yeah. that kind of spurred it. So I moved home with my parents for a month while I was, or two while I was searching and trying to figure out and bought a place and had the other buddy that got kicked out as well. He moved in with me. So it was then the two of us in this new place That's that I just great. bought. So then you started doing the home hacking kind of a thing where he was paying you rent. Yeah. So he was, yeah, paying me a little rent and made the mortgage a little, not as big of a burden. I probably bit off a little bit more than I could chew. As many of us so, do. Yeah. So <laughs> glad he moved in with me because I probably would have been strapped for a little bit. But so yeah, doing a little house hacking and it was really fun. We ended up living together for I think eight years in total. Okay, great. So I could have filed a civil union yeah. with him, one of my close buddies. No, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So what intrigues me is that someone at your age usually doesn't know that many people in comparison to somebody my age. So how were you able to come up and do that kind of volume, come up with that many leads in a short period of time? Because we're talking first year and a half of business. Yeah, I got my license in June or July. I closed my first home three weeks later. I did 15 homes and about six million within the first six months. A lot of it was, I've got a really good network. I'm super lucky. So a good chunk of those were friends I somehow convinced to let, let me help them. But the other half for probably that point, 70% was Zillow. My group is a really heavy Zillow group. We spend 
a lot of money to connect with Zillow folks. And 70% of those came from meeting folks through Zillow. How do you meet people through Zillow? Just tell me the process real quick. Yeah. In a short, concise way. Yeah. So the from the realtor side, you pay, it's a pay to play. So you're paying Zillow money to connect with buyers. So how it works from a consumer standpoint is if you're on Zillow, you're looking at a house, it says, hey, I want a tour. You click the button, you call a number that connects with the group with myself or someone from my team and it's setting up a tour and meeting them in person. Gotcha. So that's in a short way. Right. How you meet someone, take a call, meet them. And then from there, it's your job to be sticky and help them through the process. When you were getting into the Zillow stuff, was that Uh something that was a system that was already in place for you? Or did you create your own system for finding those leads on Zillow? So it's two part. Part of it is through tech sales, I was an account executive. And so a lot of that is managing a pipeline, talking to opportunities, managing that in a systematic way. So part of that was my experience through tech sales, but a lot of it was the software that the Perry Group uses and their drip campaigns and their CRM that they use and have built out. So I, you know, piggybacked from my experience into this new CRM and system that they use Mm. to help manage, you know, those Zillow clients or anyone for that matter that come in and through the sales process. Gotcha. And how did you end up with the Perry Group? How'd that connection come about? Yeah. The funny thing was, is I, I knew someone that was on the team at the time. It was probably six people Mm. on the team and I had met with them maybe six months earlier because I was thinking of, you know, maybe I get my license and just have it on the side. So if, you know, my family members or whatever want to buy a home, I can help them. Um, So it was from someone I knew. I got plugged in and it was a bunch of really young guys and girls that were in this group. And it just seemed like a really good fit with tech sales and that team aspect and experience. It was just seemed like a really good fit. Now, a follow-up question. Now, I've heard of Zillow sales before. How time-sensitive is that? I mean, in other words, you get a lead. How quick do you get it on the lead? And are you guys like working this 24-7? Is this 10 hours a day manning the Zillow leads? How does that work? Yeah, so our group has grown to about 75 agents. Oh, wow. Yeah, since they started with the six, it's Michael Perry, uh, Jack Perry, which is the dad. Their son, John, is like a developer, so he runs like all our back systems. And so it's the three of them. And then, yeah, grown to 75 now. But uh, to your question, so how it works is it's a live call. And it rings five agents at once. And it's first one to answer gets the call. Oh. Pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Wow. Because you don't want to miss that call. You don't want, if someone's busy, for that to ring and go away. Sure. We have five people who it calls at once and it's first one answers. It's you your one ring. Goes. One ring, you got to answer or else someone else has gotten it. And is um, it five people in the Perry group or five people like yeah. agents? And you, okay. Five people on our okay. team. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty yeah. competitive from getting those 
Zillow calls. So it's obviously working. Yeah. And, and I guess here's the question I would have. That's a tough, like you say, that's, I don't want to say use the word cutthroat, but I mean, it's a pretty aggressive way of doing business. So would you recommend that to other rookie agents? I think if you're on a team structure, absolutely. It's lucky because the pair group, they take a larger percentage of the split for these calls, but I don't have to front the money. So for an agent who's just starting, I, it's really hard to know what to do, how to handle these calls, or to frankly pay for it. I mean, when I first started, I got laid off and then it was a couple months before I got my first paycheck. And luckily it was right after I got my license, but I can't imagine looking back losing my job, getting in real estate, and then having to fork out, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars a month beginning these calls. And then on average, it's about a 10% close rate. So to do that, it's more of a volume game. So I think it'd be super hard for yeah. a brand new agent to jump into Zillow and pay all that money. And that, and that brought me back to, you said a 10% close rate. Because I think yeah. of like from a consumer point of view, people go onto Zillow because they're just browsing. They're not. Yeah. They're probably, maybe some of them are serious about you know jumping in and really buying a house. Some yeah. of them are just looking. So when they call, do you find that it's people just want like curious or are they really serious about? It, yeah, it kind of runs the gamut. You get folks who are like, "Hey, my realtor is busy, and I just need to see this house." Oh. So you get calls like that or. Hey, I don't want a buyer's agent. I've done this many times. I want to unrip. So there's lots of those. And that's why the closing rate's 10%. And that's Zillow's numbers. That's like the average that they expect. Gotcha. But you also get the calls where it's, I'm from California. I just flew in. I want to go check out this house. I'm ready. And you end up closing a house in one week or get someone under contract. It's like... You never know what you're going to expect. It, that's part of the fun of it. You kind of make a game of it, and I guess that's the game of sales, yeah. right? But it's, it's interesting. It's yeah. really interesting. So I'm curious. Getting the leads is one thing because close rates are actually 10% is actually pretty good. But getting a lead is one thing. Closing the leads is the other thing. Yeah. So you've been able to do well from your numbers in closing. So what do you attribute that to? I don't know. I don't know what the special sauce is. I, I mean, does your tech background well, have helped you? It, yeah, it's helped immensely just through managing a pipeline, staying in front of people, kind of that f fine balance of not being a salesperson and having that commission breath that people talk about and just trying mm -hmm. to like get them to buy a house, but more of a, I'm here to help in the process. and guide you through this and let's talk through it and be supportive instead of pushy. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a little bit of it. I don't know. But. You, I mean, having just met you, you strike me as someone that knows how to balance. Then like you're a people person. You seem like you're a people person, very calm, very yeah, thank you. easy I, to talk to. I, I appreciate that. that. So that's probably a, a lot of your success, I think, in that. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know all the tech guys that I know, and I have a couple of sons that are in that business. They, they seem to manage their, they seem to have understood how to manage their time. They yeah. seem to have a little better grip on that. Is that part of your success too? Managing time, I feel like I could do a lot better at managing my time. I guess I'm good at prioritizing what is important and what's not. And if things aren't as important, I 
maybe let it slide to the next day. But the important things, I'm religious in what I do on a day-to-day. So but, what does your day-to-day look like? Kind of what, take us through something, you know. On yeah, so I'm early riser. I usually get up at 5.30, gym, 6 to 7. Come home, take the dogs for a walk, and then get organized for the day. Usually I'm in the office from 9 to noon, and then it varies from there, whether it's back home, working from home the rest of the afternoon, jumping in the car and doing showings in the afternoon. So usually like my morning till noon is religious. When I'm in the office, it's prospecting, talking to people, getting the rest of the afternoon organized, finding houses to send to clients, so generating that interest. But yeah, so that's a typical Have you had to learn how to structure that over time or was that something that you felt like you were really good at right from the beginning? In the beginning, I really tried to stick to the nine to five because I was so used to doing that for six or seven years, however long it was, and tried to stick to that and just keep in front of the computer and doing revenue generating activities. It's evolved a little bit for sure since I first started two years ago, two and a half years ago. So but two and a half years is how long you've been doing this and you're already at that volume is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so incredible. yeah, first six months I did, I think six million. Last, my first full year I did 21 million. Incredible. And last year I did almost 18 million. Wow. Absolutely. That's, that's great. Yeah. It's so, been fun. You've it's been happy? Been, uh, yeah. You're happy been, doing yeah, what you're, you're doing? It's been really fun. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good blessing this guy's that I lost my job and yeah. took a bet on myself. And it's been really fun. I've met some really cool people. I've helped some cool folks find some really cool homes. Yeah. So it's been awesome. That's great. I love that you have that attitude that you want to help people. And you've obviously established yourself well here and you've situated what works for you so what kind of advice would you give to other rookies yeah that's i feel like i'm still a rookie and trying to figure out it (laughs) on my own but i think it is so important in the first year or two years to put your head down and put in the work because that's where you set up it's compounding so if you put in the work in the first little bit then it pay dividends later. So I, I would say real estate's scary in the beginning because you got to put yourself out there. You got to be the expert. and mm. But just put your head down, work really hard, and not be afraid to make a few mistakes along the way. Yeah. What's the greatest satisfaction you get in your job as a realtor? You know, specific moments, having that call saying they got the house, and that's really fun. I think just helping folks with such a big decision in their life that they don't make all that often. So being that expert and a friend and person to help in that journey, really fun. So being newer to the industry, you probably haven't seen people coming back yet. It seems like most people keep their homes seven to 10 years on average, right? I think it'll be really fun for you to see those referrals come back more and more as you get farther down the line here. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I haven't screwed up too much, but. (laughs) Doesn't seem like it. (laughs) Yeah, I've started to see some referrals and some repeat 
folks, which is surprising after two and a half yeah. years. Have you? Hope it continues to grow. But yeah, I'm excited. Great. I'm excited for that. On a non-business side, what do you like to do in your off time? I'm a huge outdoors person. I grew up playing soccer. I played college soccer. Even back when I was a kid, I was captain of the soccer team in my high there school. There we go. I loved it. I bet you're a baller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I may have been. Let's get out point. there. Let's play. <laughs> Let's I'm go. in. Yeah. But yeah, outdoor stuff, hanging out. You know, most Utah folks' activities. It's like we're right in our backyard is the mountains. Yeah. But yeah, I go to some real games. They're really fun. Nice. A lot of Utah games. Do you still play? I do once a week. You do? Every, every oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like I'm... Get hurt every what, time. What position? But I would take a guess, but I would assume it's like a midfield somewhere. In in high school, I played center mid. See, which is right on. In college, I played right back and f- right forward. Really, which yeah. is a little different. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know what any. I was looking. Yeah, are, I, 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 would, I was defense. <laughs> or yes, I would have guessed center awesome. forward. See, that's uh, back then they said center forward. I guess that's yeah. the same position you're talking about. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So which university did you play at? You said you played? Sadie's Bay. Yeah. So I was there for a year and then I finished up at the University of Utah. Oh, nice. Go yeah. Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. We I'm love not Utes. Say anything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a pass. Hold back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I love it. That sounds like it's a good thing to, to keep as part of your routine. You've got to have those things that you yeah. still love to do and make that part of your life still. And you so mentioned... A couple of dogs, two dogs, or two one? dogs, two dogs. Yes. What kind are they? Both golden retrievers. Oh. So, yeah, they're the best. Yeah, I have. Uh, he turns five next month. Oh <laughs> His name's Cheese. Uh, yep, little it. cheddar cheese. <laughs> He's awesome. And then my mm. girlfriend has a dog. Bo is his name. Mm. Another little golden retriever. He's about two. Oh, fun. So they are good dogs. Yeah, they're fun. They're, they're fabulous good dogs. Good little family yeah. dogs. Yeah. In fact, we, we just got a dog recently. We were going to name him Bo, and at the very last minute, because I'm a from Baltimore area, we uh, named him after Tucker. That's the a good. Kid. The best kicker of all time. Got it. Uh, so we ended up with Tucker instead of Bo, but we love Bo. Yeah, uh, that Tucker's a good name too. Yeah, I was trying to convince her to do Mac. Mac. So it'd be Mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese. but <laughs> she wouldn't go for it. Oh, yeah. man. Every once in a while, I'll call him Mac, and she'll get all pissed at me. I've stopped, Stupid but Bo. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh god. That. See yourself staying in the industry for a long time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm in it for the long haul yeah, for right. sure. Huh? It's been. Really fun, and I suspect it'll continue to be fun. I hope. Yeah. What do you see 2023 looking like? Yeah, I've been to forecasting meetings in the last two weeks, and it's kind of all over the map. I don't know if anyone knows, but the most recent one and what was consistent is the first half of 2023 will probably be pretty slow, but the second half could heat up quite a bit. So it'll be the opposite of last year. Last year, first half was crazy. It 13 million of my 18 in the first half of the year. Yeah. And then obviously it slowed down a little bit, which everyone knows, but I think it'll be the inverse. A little slower in the beginning, but if interest rates go down a little bit, I mean, a bunch of people will jump back in the market. Yeah. So I think it'll heat up in the second half. Yeah. But you who knows? I guess TBD. TBD. Yeah. Here in Utah, it, there, there's a lot of tech industry. It's like mini Silicon Valley. So you have a tech background. Does that give you an advantage in relating to all the tech people that we have here? Yeah, I think it definitely does. I know a lot of the people that still work in tech. So 
if it's one of the companies, I usually can find a mutual connection, which really helps. But yeah, I think coming from a tech background, not only my business and my day-to-day, but the connections and relating to the folks that I'm helping has helped considerably. Yeah. Tysha, the name of this podcast, what's it called? Nominations. Nominations. And you know why it's called Nominations? Because people have to be nominated in order to get on this podcast. Spencer, who would you nominate to be on this podcast? Yeah, I want to nominate Julia Uberty. She is a friend from college. She got into real estate a little after me, but she is a spitfire. She is crushing it, and she has a different perspective than I do coming from a different industry and maybe a different way to do real estate. So I think she'd be great in this podcast. Well, fabulous. So, Julia, we know you're listening. We're coming after you. (laughs) Spencer sent us after you. Yeah. Just a reminder for all you listeners, you get to choose your title company. And remember, there's a reason why there's a one in our title.